episode 145 of tactical crouch kick tripod here with yiska and volamel uh good to see you all thanks for being here you like the show go find it everywhere just search for tactical crouch it's literally everywhere everywhere that you can search for tactical crouch to watch or listen to it it is there so uh that's how you stay up to date with that patreon.com slash tactical crouch if you want to support uh yeah Yo, how fun was Gamer Caper? Very. Dude, actually so much fun. Banger. Blue did such a good job. If you haven't checked that out, check out the Gamer Caper pilot episode. Can can someone explain to me what the name is? I still haven't understood. Isn't a caper like a like a plot to like steal something? Am I... Caper know. is also a lively dance. Skipper dance about in a lively or playful way. Uh, informal and activity or escapade typically one that is illicit or ridiculous. So it like lines that. up. Also a vegetable. True. Uh, for nobody who knows what uh, we're talking about, we were invited along with a few of the Plat Chat guys to uh, be on a fun little game show called Gamer Caper, put on by Blue. Uh, she did an awesome job, put together all the graphics and segments herself, roasted each and every one of us uh, throughout, still feeling the burn. And um, yeah, it was a ton of fun. It was myself, Sideshow, and Bren versus Yiska, Joe, and Reinforce. Kind of a nice little 3v3 action. Super, like, if you just need just good laughs. It was so funny. Mm. Hard boys. Hard boys for Jesus. Hard boys yeah. for Jesus. <laughs> oh, it was very man. good. It was. If you good. don't know what that is, you're just going to have to find out. You know, it's an inside joke. You're just going to have to, you know, online music tracks as well. Who is that? Nobody knows. Yeah. You have to watch uh, Gamer Caper. Ton of fun. I won. You guys lost. So. <laughs> yeah, we got kind of smoked. What? I think we got like pooed on. No, you didn't. We were we barely came back in the last round. Really? Ah, uh, <laughs> I, mean, I felt like fair. we got like chudded on. No, no, oh, these ads okay, are no. really annoying. I know. Trust me, I don't want them on my <laughs> channel. <laughs> yep. Subs don't get ads though. Um. <laughs> there we go. Twitch uh, Prime. Yeah. How you've evolved. No more Tetra packs, just little plastic cups. Do you know? Do you know, like when you have dogs, and yeah. you put food in their bowl, you get close to the bowl when yeah. food's in there. Uh-huh. I'm the one that goes for the jugular. Stop talking about my food. <laughs> <laughs> I will decapitate you by biting your neck off. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, I got also because I'm drinking alcoholic beverages. And also, if you want wants to ad, be advertised, pay me. True. Free ad space right there. So we're drinking out of the yellow thing. 
Sounds good. I'm about it. All right. Speaking of, um, I'm not going to say it. Bad, bad segue. Uh, thanks to our big patron uh, producers. <laughs> I was like, speaking of alcoholics, let's thank our patron producers. And I'm like, nope, can't do nope. that. Uh, big thank you to our patron producers: Refine Bean, Fredino Pin, Battle Crab, Kuchikopi Lotion, Rex Zane, Audio Compass, Kasha Sixty Seven, Sharp, Picasso, Nathan, Your Misery, Hunter Tain, Fabled Steven, Roger B, Owen, Chris, R three four 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 four. Orbjorn and I listen to this podcast whilst on the toilet and in the shower thinking of Yiska and Peace Camper. The rhythm's coming. The rhythm's getting there, boys. It's it's starting to click. About time to go through and refresh it so we don't get too into uh, the zone there, but we're not going to do that. Uh, If you like the show, go to patreon.com slash tactical crouch. I'm so full of anxiety this week, you guys. This is really be a great. Yeah. Well, it's election week. Uh, yeah, here's yeah, the US, okay. so. yeah. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. I understand. Tension. Makes high. sense. So a lot of games. I'm going to be playing a lot of games. I revoted. Early voted. It is in ballots counted. Ballot tracks has said that they've received it and it is prepared or ready to be counted. We're good. So sweet. Uh, Very good. <laughs> I never know where I can You've go with like, making jokes, but like, <laughs> All three ballots made it, so you know it's like you yeah. can't joke about that this year, man. Can't joke oh. about that. Um, anyways, let's um, talk about Overwatch. I guess is that let's, what we do? Let's do that. All right, where do you guys want to start? You guys said we'd go with the flow. Right now, the flow sucks. So <laughs> you know who else is kind of like I'm raising an eyebrow, and that's the NYXL. You know what I'm saying? Bondu's LFT now. That's uh, weird, yeah. I don't know what's going on with this team. What? What's I happening? Mean, that Mandu LFT makes some sense, right? Like, Does it? If you're downsizing, which I suppose, I'm not sure if NYXL is one of the teams doing so. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they can then, use with some, some fat trimming, but was he fat? That's, that's the question. He's behind Jonak, so yes. Is he not a main support? Chat, correct me if I'm wrong. Am I dumb? Who? Yeah, he is a main support. Okay. Oh, my bad. So he was he's behind Animo, who right. I've right. been outspoken okay. on right. as being I'm stupid. Yeah. Big turd. Yeah. I mean not, not the person, big turd. the player. Not the person, the player. I'm sure Animo is a well and fine young man. <laughs> Not a big fan of his I, I don't, I don't know. Don't take it personal, bro. You're doing this shit for 17 hours a day. True. And he say, says, what you're doing for 17 hours a day is turd. But don't take it personal, bro. <laughs> like, it's not don't personal. It's just your existence. <laughs> Every I, I, I was, I've been waiting for Mondu to come into this team. Right. And to see him depart is bizarre. Is a little weird. Don't yeah. know exactly where they're headed again. Can Sabiobi continue to be like the face of your org if he does decide to maybe hang it up, maybe step away permanently? Like, do you keep him around? Is he, you know, the captain of your team still? Like, how long does he have it in him? What's going on with Libero and YXL? You know what I'm saying? This kid has been on the bench for a hot minute, doesn't deserve to be on the bench. You keep putting people behind him that play in front of him. Yeah. Give him to a team that actually wants him. 
again, I say that in jest, but you know, it's it's where is this team going? Because I think this season in particular, we've started to really see that shift away from like that dominant season one NYXL that's like winning everything and just pounding people and just no problems, just four O's and a handshake. This season a whole lot more competitive let's say i want to i just want to second i want to take a break because chat's going nuts here already and we didn't address it at the mm-hmm. top rumors we don't and won't be discussing third party rumors on the podcast this off season yep. uh we had a discussion about it and we just don't feel good about it 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 is a um that those the the people who uh are how, how should we say this the, it, it's can it's I, detrimental if we decide to speak on things that are unconfirmed through. That is a problem. Reports. It actually really jeopardizes moves. I will also say I I am in this to create value, not take value from someone else. Um. So yeah, that's just, and I think we can still make it uh, interesting. Yeah, there's plenty of actual, like, verifiable things to talk about that we don't have to necessarily. Once they are report, you know, verified and a little bit more concrete, then 100% we can talk about it. But and and I'm sure during the discussion we will every once in a while it will slip and we would talk about well, but this player is blah 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 and like all but confirmed. And I mean, it happens. Don't take it as like an ironclad rule, but. It is it, but yeah. if you're just like, there's a rumor that came out today, and we're already not talking about it. It's not included in the spreadsheet. It's usually intentional. Um, we're taking yeah. this a lot more seriously, I think. In action, I think we we've all kind of agreed on how we feel about those types of mm-hmm. rumors that aren't us to room, aren't ours to room. Um, yeah. And so, uh, that's what it's going to be uh, here. Uh, if it comes from a first party, like you know, if packing puts a pair of eyeballs in a jet pack and something else and sure that's that's very right. different than yeah you know, we can speculate somebody so speculates yeah. different because it creates value right we're not taking anyone's value we're adding value to the community but by creating hype around these exactly so uh exactly. anyways honestly i'm gonna i'm gonna be honest here and say i don't care if you like it or not that's what we're doing <laughs> And so it'll, it'll still be fun and juicy. Um, yes. How do you spell root? That's R U M homebound R U M rumors going to room. Um, all right. Back to NYXL, uh, just so that we. So, okay. If we're going to speculate something that I think would be a fun speculative exercise, who could use Libra? Right. Who could use someone with Libero's talents again? I, I'm actually at the point where I wonder if chat actually knows who Libero is. Do you Here know what this guy can do? <laughs> Here we go. Right. Tell him. Tell him, Joe. Discord doesn't even have him in their top 12. Uh, hey. Flex DPS. It, it's not that I'm not daring. It's, it's not some sort of slight Oh, to they've him. got him as staying with NYXL still. Maybe, maybe they do, and, and, and I hope they do. I hope they understand what they have with him, because he, at least in the past, was. I don't know if he still is, because we haven't seen him play in God knows for how long, right? It, it feels like it's been forever since we've seen this kid play. It, it's, it's kind of 
honestly a, a tragedy and i don't use that lightly yeah it 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 really does feel really gross that he has not been able to like really become the star player that he could be like maybe not to the degree of a fleta but like that same super hyper flexible can do whatever you need him to do has a past that's as colorful as the rainbow like it's like come on this kid deserves a starting spot could he go to a team like florida maybe i don't know that they would need him but maybe they have room for him maybe albert has a plan but uh it's where where's the where do you kind of have him put john like where where would you like to see libro any any particular teams in particular like you're like you know what i'd love to see i'd love to see libro take his talents to to miami i mean unfortunately you're asking the wrong guy um because i just i i'm you want to seem like maybe on soul for market so here's the thing i'm looking at the spreadsheet right now okay. and i'm looking at people right now who don't have confirmed flex dps spots right sure yeah philly I mean, that's, yeah. atlanta yep. valiant oh philly that'd be spicy defiant could defiant pull out libero uh do you go with <laughs> maybe washington but like philly is unfair um Ooh, atlanta would be kind now of now you're cooking with some gas john you want some atlanta Decay libero <laughs> nah, bro. I need a cigarette. I'm, I'm already done, boys. Like, <laughs> I don't know if he has it anymore. I'm going to be honest, Joe. I have. I mean, to be honest, yeah, I agree. It's it's it feels like forever, but the yeah. track record speaks for itself. And even if it's not the same, even if it's just a little less, you still have somebody that's like at least willing to. Right. Do whatever it takes. He's played a a fantastic diva in his past. May, Hanzo, Doomfist, Genji, Farah. Like he's he's proven in the past that he can do it all. Why is it now he's not being able to see that stage time that he actually is warranted? That's that's the big question. It it's it's kind of sad. I, I'd yeah. love to see him. I think he could really play for anybody. Like John saying, like anybody who doesn't have like a flex DPS starter already listed, I'd love for them to put in a bid. I'd love for Soul to put in a bid. I'd love for Washington to put in a bid. Um, I think like there's, I mean, unless you have the best flex DPS in the world or something, you know, you've got yeah. profit. You know, like I don't know what he's gonna do behind profit. I don't know if there's anything yeah. that you really run him behind profit for, but anybody else, he's going to at least see split play time. I feel like even hundred percent, even as a specialist, you want to bring yeah. him on for like a Hanzo meta or whatever. I mean, granted again, COVID kind of makes things a little tough. Just where budgets are at right now. We've seen like a big global decline in, in terms of what, or, or a big shift rather in terms of like, where teams are looking and how teams are situating themselves. So maybe that's not necessarily uh, feasible or warranted right now, but yeah. And that's not even to say that I think he's like the best flex DPS on the market, um, but he's definitely up there. He's 100% valuable. This is, this is a team that I think is like, 
I think I yeah, I'm I'm really leaning towards Washington and it feels weird to say that, but somebody needs to have him. And with the way that they're building, I'd love to see a mag decay bro roster. Are you yeah, kidding that's me? That's kind of nasty. That's kind of yeah. already cracked. That's kind of nasty. Yeah. yeah. So I I think like League the minimums pickup, for everybody else, but kind of nasty. Maybe. Um definitely gonna be hard to that that's that's a team that I'd love to see this season. Like, okay, we know that everybody's, you know, kind of strapped for cash, but what are you actually paying? Because you've made some early moves, like Decay's early mag, just like no reports I mean, Matt, on like Decay's I'm, kind I'm, of a holdover from last season, but yeah. Sure. I mean they had to give him a new contract to be fair, right? They they had to set him up with a new contract. Yes, you're correct. But um, we don't. So they had to give him a new offer. We don't know how much of that was already pre-agreed based on his signing of the shorter contract. Sure. Yeah, that'd be kind of interesting. Yeah, that 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 whole turnaround for for justice definitely is like, okay, I'm not mad at it. At least not yet. We'll we'll see how this goes. I'm I'm. I'm kind of a fan. I do think kind of, kind of jazz. I do think the Libero too is also just uh, he is kind of a franchise face in a lot of ways, and could have been with NYXL could if he be. got played. It could be uh, super marketable. Mm-hmm. Super, yeah. Like when you have Libero on your team, I think that sells jerseys. I think that sells in-game skins. Whatever else, um, oh. I'm all about it. So, Jessica, where would you like to see Libero? Um. Well, any standouts? I think I think the problem is that there are some like elite tier flex DPS on yep. the market. I'd agree. It's Ivy, it's Rascal. Yep. Um, Would you nice. put Ivy? Oh. Ivy Ivy's above? a better player than Liberal Rome, my dude. Oh, that's a tough one. That's like the cutoff. That, I agree the, with pretty much the, everybody else that you're gonna say. Tough to that one. I'm like, pills. I don't know. That's a tough to know. swallow p- pills meme right there. Yeah. <laughs> see how people <laughs> see how people feel about that. I don't hate Ivy. To be fair, I think Ivy's a great player and is super undervalued. Definitely gives me the same vibes, but is hmm, a little more chaotic. And I know that's not like a good way to put it, but it's like kind of is a little inconsistent. One day he shows up and looks fantastic. Next day, not so much. Libero, I feel like throughout his career has been good, but maybe there's a reason why we haven't seen him play. Maybe that has to do with consistency issues. There has been with every other player. Who are you? To this day, can we say that Libero is the only player who hasn't seen consistent play and we can't tell, we don't know why? Um, no, I think we could probably tell why they just always seem to have like a starter in mind for him or above him, or he's just a permanently benched where it's just like season one. The way that I had seen it projected was that they had flower coming in. Once he turned 18, he was going to replace libero. They were going to export him. That didn't happen. Season two, they found use for him with the doom fist. Great. Season three, they've got Hawksall. They've got, who are you? Like, they seem to be very interested in trying to get those players integrated and ready and playoff, yeah, you know, in shape. So it's it, it is weird that we haven't seen him, but there are like 
not excuses, but like you can see where at least NYXL is coming from, where it's just like, okay, this is going to be like our second string, like ironclad, no problems. We put him in when like we need like a band aid, but we don't really have a five year plan for him, let's say. I'd love for him to get a five year plan and say, like, hey, this is where we want you to be. This is, you know, the idea. At, to, to what Yiska is saying, there are a ton of flex DPS. You're saying nice. Like, what were some other names on that list? Kind of continue. Rascal, Rascal like you're Ivy, saying. Nero, Ursta, Pelican, sure. Decal. Yep. yep. That's a bunch. There's a bunch. I'm not sure if his first first row picks for elite teams. I'm gonna be perfectly honest. They probably been, that's also a weird one. It never got to me why he isn't playing. Right. Like I d really don't know. So I don't. I can't really evaluate that situation at all. Why? Mm -hmm. So we'll right. see. That I guess that's kind of what I was trying to say. Is like yeah. Still doesn't it really just make doesn't sense. something there's just yeah. something like you know with rascal like why isn't rascal playing like we ended up getting information out of just like you know uh crusty wants people that'll do the dishes <laughs> pretty much and he's not doing the dishes like there's yeah. there is definitely uh that or a coach has come out and said this or that like i don't think a coach has ever come out and say we're just not playing liberal yeah because i mean nyxl has been very tight-lipped on like any kind of decisions they make they, while their like marketing, it feels like, and their branding is like very strong and like very apparent. Their coaching communication is definitely one that could use a a retuning because you don't really know what's up with them, and most right. of the time you don't really need to. But it would always be interesting to see like what or like hear from the coaches, even if it's just like a you know. It is uh, a post-game little chat. It is uh, worth noting that at this point, as far as I can tell, um, NYXL has not committed to signing or re-signing any of their players for the 2021 right. season. Right. They're all still um, under an option that has to be exercised by November 13th. By the 13th, yep. So, um, bear that there, in mind. Yeah. We could have okay. an NYXL Libero 2021, but... Here's one for you, John. Okay. Does NYXL ever get rid of Sabiobi? When Sabiobi decides to stop playing the game. Okay. I think. Is there is there a point where you kind of hope that they'll jump the shark and be like, okay, you're you were the face, but now we're gonna do something else? Is there is there a time or a place where like you can see them being able to do that and being okay? Like not financially, but like just PR wise, because he again, he's so beloved, they have like merch for him like nyxl needs to win without sabiobi before they can get rid of him or mm. sabiobi needs to leave the game mm. i think so that's, they, you that's, don't think they could ever like part ways with him i don't think like if let's say sabiobi doesn't come back for 2021 and he goes and he plays for boston or whoever else uh, oh. i don't like i totally right i know what you mean i know what you mean. uh i don't think that there's a world where nyxl wants that to happen sabiobi wants that to happen um and i don't think if I'm NYXL, I don't think you have to pay Sabiobi all that much to stay and be a, a franchise face without being a franchise mm -hmm. player. And by all that much, I mean compared to the money he brings in for the organization relatively, even with limited playtime. 
Mm. So, um, and he could still shoot. Like, it's not like he's never going to get to see play. Uh, but I agree with you that I don't, it's tough for Sabiobi. I think, I personally yeah. think that his time is about up. It's, I think they might extend him one more year and I think he's done or he moves into, you know, whatever a player coach role or sure. player manager role, or he does some 100%. stuff for, as a content creator, something like that. I think that's like the ideal here. I, there are too many talented specifically hits can DPS that I'm very concerned with his position on this team. But I, I don't know to be fair, but I trust them enough to understand like what they've built with him and how much like stock the fans have with him and this brand and like those two things together. But I, there's always that instance where it's like, okay, we had, we had this kind of happen. Well, I shouldn't say we, I don't really follow league, but we had this happen like with league of legends for a long time where there was like these obvious franchise players. And at some point you have to let them go. They are not in that five-year plan. Like I'm saying, how do you kind of stem that bleed off where it's like, Okay, this is gonna suck, but here's I, out here's you know what we're doing. Is there like a give and take to it? Like ideally you start <sighs> winning. Once you okay. have once you have a winning team put together, uh mm -hmm. hopefully somebody has stepped up to fulfill that face of that winning team. Like Jonak could have been it. Um right. there's I some argument. I think he's a big I think like, he's a big name. I just I can't yeah exactly pinpoint why he's not why he hasn't garnered i think the support as a franchise face like sabiobi has right uh, a lot of these things are intangible it's not something that comes down to stats and awards you know mm, look at right. pine look at sabiobi these are you know both players who right play well enough to play um mm. but don't you know they aren't the league mvp caliber people that you build franchises behind they're the personality people that you build franchises behind for whatever reason some controlled some not and so if the teams if they start winning without sabi will be playing and the team is mm -hmm. able to gradually take that away continue to include sabi will be in content gradually wean them off of that content and then you've kind of transitioned into nyxl 2.0 which even though we've seen i mean look at this roster mm-hmm this roster is not NYXL 1.0 by any means. Oh, for but sure. But they f still feel like NYXL 1.0 because who's on NYXL? Yeah. Oh, Sabiobi, Mono, Jonak. Next. They feel like they haven't fully patched yet. Like they're updating, they're at like 90%, but they haven't like really found their footing. They not only with the roster, but their play style as well. They I filled. Agree. Vacancies in NYXL one, they didn't yep. transition to NYXL two, and that is, I think, where their work is, mm -hmm. while stifling the bleeding that they're gonna have by losing some players who uh, fans really love. Yep, um, I agree. And then doing that and trying to maintain results because if you lose your players and lose results, because NYXL yeah. from a results perspective. You just look at wins is not a bad team. 
No, not at no, all. It's probably the third best, Argu- second best. In yeah, arguably league. the most consistent team we've ever seen. Um, yeah, I'd, yeah. Just napkin math, probably. Yeah, napkin. Yeah. I mean, I think Shocker probably close, because, but they had their first season, which right. was you know, whatever, first like a seventh, blunder. Yeah. eighth, and then first, first. So that's kind of weird versus like NYXL's yeah. like three, two, one or whatever. Um, right. So, you know, they're one of, if not the most consistent franchise in the league. And so that is mm. going to, it's going to play at odds a little bit. And as you know, how much do you need to compete for the future? There's obviously uh, financial reasons as well to restructure. And it's hard to kind of find and balance. NYXL is not the team that I would want to have to transition if I was on their marketing team. Right. So let me let me pose this to you both. If you had it your way, John, is this a team you want to see a lot of moves from? Maybe giving giving up some of that marketing to kind of return to form in terms of results, or do you kind of just okay, COVID's a thing. Like we need to kind of like have that base, you know, fan kind of support, and then we can look at twenty twenty two. Is is do you want NYXL to make a lot of changes coming up? I'll be straight. I think they kind of blundered it already. I think there's no way to significant. There was one one option. For them to improve this season significantly and attack the title without scrapping the entire team. And that was okay. locking up 9k. They didn't. They lost. They are not going to win the Overwatch League next, next year. Almost like unless Eric, they find sure someone. just clip this. Thanks. Yeah, we're gonna need a clip for Prosperity <laughs> on that just, just to, you know. Just oh my god. Just I just, well, if it, happens, if it happens against all odds, then uh, I I expect uh, to be compensated by NYXL friends for this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but but um, I think they are a high quality team. Mm. I think you also watch them for solid, way above average play every season. I think you're mm-hmm. almost never really disappointed with what either the org does or with what what the team does. Uh, other than maybe in playoffs, we could talk about that. Sure. But otherwise, I don't think you have much to complain if you're an NYXL fan. I think you're you're um, you were served a great homestand. You were served oh for sure great um, like merch, content, personalities, gameplay, yep. Yep. and I think they should should just keep sailing unless the metrics, the income metrics, say something wildly different in which case it should of course like in so you're saying like maybe not a ton of changes stick with the people you have and continue to build out like that marketing strategy is that is that the kind of vibe i'm getting from you Yuska? i'm sorry i was reading chat what was the last kind of, kind of stay the course stay marketing yeah keep the save your yeah, i think so you know, keep, keep making content when, when the tournaments okay. maybe uh, sure. Have a have a slight chance to sp- uh, spike um, during the season. Have mm. some exciting new players that they always had. Something to be excited about. Keep the stable, um, and then yeah, just keeps keep like there's then they're not much, doing much wrong. Sure. So, yeah. John, where, where where do you kind of fall on this? I think you keep Sabiol and Sabiol being Jonak, hundred percent of the time. I think you 
try to keep Libero, um, okay. and you make some promises to do that, because who are you and Hacksaw are... Yeah. So, uh, Mono, I don't think you want to lose, but I think you're willing to lose. Um, Mandu, um, they had a mutual agreement release. So I think you do that. You've all you basically do a nice strong pivot. That means best case scenario, NYXL twenty twenty one is three out of six players you know mm -hmm. and um big franchise name players in Sabiobi, mm -hmm. Libero, and Jonak. I think that that's the best thing from the marketing side that you can hope for and do. You bring in the terrible core, right? Not a bad core at all. And I think Sabiobi is already we've set the precedent that like you're in sometimes, you're out sometimes, go make a jean right. jacket or whatever. I don't care. Go have fun. Um, Libero, I think I could totally see the team renewing a commitment to that, um, mm. especially after last year. Uh, can say everything you want about 9K, but... Didn't love, I, and didn't I love agree. That. Um, that's, that's probably the only stab at the title that was like available outside of like really shelling out for like talent this year. I feel like there is like a, a stupid super team that you could build for the NYXL. It is just a gamble though. It is a massive gamble. I think the big finish. I, I don't want to hijack your point, finish your point and then I'll kind of give my piece. I mean, all that to say, um, I think that there is a way to pivot and transition this team uh, mm -hmm. without losing your marketing core. I think that they've got, unless they're willing to shell out some money, right? which I don't know what NYXL is doing. I, I think we've all kind of operated off of the assumption that they're just these bottomless pockets and they're kind of willing to invest whatever they are. In a way, yeah. But in the way that this has already taken so long to announce any new signings, I'm a little bit worried that they might... Yeah be tempering yeah. that a little bit mm -hmm. you know so I you mean, can't yeah. just go like all right well let's sign uh fury and bumper I, and you know just like who are the highest paid people on this free agency list right now like bumper probably would cost a ton fury obviously would cost a ton um i mean i don't know do you bring Mo you go slime toby jexa dude there's there's, there's such a sick there's so many sick rosters that you could build. The question is, do you have the money to build it? That's that's the thing. That's, that's okay. where I'm like, NYXL has like a title contending team, maybe not a title contending coaching staff, but you could make a playoffs team that will will pound if they want to pay. That's the big question. though. The, the thing is, okay, I think what m might be happening, and I, this is no juice, it's just like, you are a team that has Korean players. You're competing mm -hmm. for Korean players. Yes. You are in the market with five, the five Asian teams that don't have to uh, necessarily have the same economic realities that you have. You also already know that in your region, there are big players that have bought the dip or are in the process of. I think at some point, as a top earner, you start stop totally competing and just keep cruising and see like with what you have, what you can achieve. I don't think like with, with certain marketplace. 
Um, not with like a who are you and the Hawks I'll grab. I don't know. That felt very aggressive. Yeah. I mean, that is like they, they probably had good reason to believe that they still could uh, be performing right. uh, top tier. You also can't really predict that you're going to sit in a region with Shanghai Dragons and whatever. Um, no. So. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird, but um, this team never had like the other after season one. The team never had these ridiculous peaks that are required to win titles in this league. Mm. So, um, and I'm not sure what brings it about. I don't. I think it, com- it mostly comes from coaching staff or ridiculous players. If you say, say that again, hold on. You. After season one, you didn't think that there could be, they could win a title? Really? They haven't demonstrated any peaks to suggest as much. (sighs) Yeah, no. They never reached I I think I'd agree if if you're measuring against the peers at the time. I think season two, they definitely looked good, just not as good as the other two teams. Right. So, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean, you're choosing your strategy in accordance to what the market is doing. And the market yeah. is either cheap, either cruising, or mm. some are shelling. So yeah. I I tend to agree. I think they I think that's probably the safest bet right now is to probably like maybe not overspend and just like continue with like what you have. Maybe it won't be the same results that NYXL is or the NYXL fans are used to. Um, but that's not to say that this team will probably be bad by any by any stretch of the imagination. I think they have like the core to do well, maybe make playoffs, but maybe not a deep run. And I think that's better than just losing all of the faces that people have come to know and love. I think, and I think bad for NYXL is painted very differently than bad for other teams. Right? Oh yeah. So like, I mean, this is same thing for Shock, right? Bad for Shock is outside of the top five. Right. Yeah. Bad for NYXL is probably, I would say, outside of the top eight, but still underperforming if they're outside of the top six. Yeah. I think I think that's probably safer for this team in the long run, especially going into 2022. The, the dangerous thing is to lose everything that you've kind of built up. People love Sabiobi. People love Jonak. People you gotta love... pivot. Pivot and preserve you know. is, I think, the yep. uh, the 2021 NYXL mantra here is how do we pivot and preserve? And but so so these mm-hmm. guys have already sort of tasted what everyone else is going to be denied, which is running a homestand, right? So, so is there may be some juice there. Well, not yeah. juice in the terms of like rumors or leaks, but the idea of like okay we understand how this model looks we understand like right. maybe projections are a little bit different right. for them because they've gotten to use it right maybe that's positive or negative there. to be fair right yeah. exactly so yep. maybe that will maybe we'll see what their strategy is coming into this i think that's like the the, the big last thing is like what do we want this team to be if if this is going to kind of kind of be like a coast year okay fine is that just what we can assume from the NYXL going forward, or is there going to be a change up? I think that that kind of communication is something that I'd love to see from most of the league. It's not even like a specific criticism of the NYXL like brass. It's more of just like everybody where it's like, okay, Yuki comes in. Here's our goals for the season. 
we're probably not going to win, but we're going to try our hardest to be able to like support you and do, you know, the region proud. Okay. Gives me a little bit more clarity of what I can expect from this team. Not a whole lot of other teams are really like giving you that kind of like look where it's like, okay, here's what we're going to do. This is, this is kind of where our 2021's looking. These are kind of our vague outset goals to kind of not temper expectations, but maybe even set some. Is that something you'd want from the NYSL? Maybe like just a, a league change as a whole, seeing a little bit more communication from them, from maybe like the GMs kind of coming out and be like, okay, here's our play. Yeah. Hmm. I will say they need some, they need some exciting um, signings. I'm a little bit bored of their profile. Just a little bit, you know? I agree, but you can't coast and then get exciting signings. You can try something. I was excited by London Spitfire in season three. That was that coasting? That's a weird that's a weird definition of yeah. exciting. Uh, yeah, no, like I don't know, try something. Like find try to find the next Jonak or whatever. Like do something. Like be exciting. You got hmm. the core, like just throw something at the wall and see what sticks. I don't know. Like yeah. this safe, like it, it's almost like it extends to like, it's all so professional. It's like, you know that how the NYXL is always this passive team that just tries to understand the meta sure. and like just does the good stuff consistently. Dude, uh -huh. I'll, I'll tell you straight up in this life, you are not going to win by being 2% better at each day than others. On this one day where it matters, you got to be 100% better than the other dude and then win in that regard. Like, for most of our cognition, this is how it works. So, so okay. doing things by the book is fine and dandy, but you, mm -hmm. you got to give us some, some volatility in this roster. I agree. And I think that's a good strategy, but that feels like very conflicting to what you were saying with like, oh, I'd like to see them coast. So like to better define that or better like kind of contextualize that. Would you like to see them just like try a, a contenders roster and just get rid of everybody? No, no, no. What I'm saying okay. is keep everyone and then uh -huh. have like one or two nice, like nice dudes where you don't know much about them. Like maybe a solo queue player that's like, like totally nice nuts. with a like, one. Like uh, all you have to do is season. find the next Jonak, but for yeah, right. flex tank. That's all you have to do. Just just go out there and just find generational talent for. Him. I mean, just take a chance, <laughs> and even that would be excite me, right? And then sure, sure, sure. Like, I get it. Uh, so okay, would you Some, be okay I with like think, Blister? You know, I wish more Blister NYXL. Oh, was that enough? Oh, oh, dude, yes, that okay, that okay. would be enough. Yeah, you he, make really sure to keep the camera the, above okay. the waist, please. Thanks. Sure, yeah. yeah, no balls yeah. checks. Uh, I'm not sure if that would once again be a little bit of a waste for Glister, but we'll see. We we'd see. It's better than London, at least. Come on, yeah. I but mean, I think I think the kind of point yeah. is, and I don't think Yiska and I are really disagreeing on anything here. It's mm. it's how do you it's maintaining a core but pivoting away from that core. Yeah. Uh, in that's... a way that's that's gradual, respectful to the fans, and also can put out acceptable results. Um mm. the biggest thing that NYXL cannot do is field the same core that they have today and finish in the bottom eight to ten. Yeah. I don't think that they can do that. They can't hard pivot away. And not like get top three. 
But I, I think agree. the one that gives them the most room is to maintain... Uh, uh, like, I like Sabioli, Animo, and Jonak. I like keeping those three. Mono, whatever. Um, keeping those three. Okay. Building around those like three. I like two out of three. You don't like Libero there, do you? You don't like... Well, no, you don't I, like, I like You don't like Animo. I don't like Animo. You don't like Animo. I think you I, could I do a lot better. I don't think I do either, but I think I would understand if they kept it. To be honest, at this point, I wonder if he's like a big part of their calling structure and 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 this is like very dated of me to say but there's something like i don't think he's all like mechanically there and and that's like very like weighted off of season two but he they keep they they like him they keep him around so again maybe he's a maybe he's got intangibles and i hate just waving away all kinds of criticism like well maybe he's a nice guy i also don't maybe know if they mutually agreed to part uh ways with mandu if they were planning on getting rid exactly. of mandu as well right or Ammo as well like so like that's the thing is i think it's more that they're already planning on keeping them and i'm just kind of over there yeah uh like i think sabi obi libero jonak they got to you yeah. got to keep them there good core Animo. Get Roscal, dude. Like that would excite me. So you're real you're really on just like the one pump, just Yeah, just done. like dude, this just is one like force NOXL for me. That's all it's, you like, me. It's in my, in my mind, thrust. I'm already like, oh my god, dude, I'm half falling asleep talking about this team, man. Yeah, they're nice. Like they're they're the dude with like the 75k job, two kids, a dog. Like he's thinking about a buying a Tesla, but is it a fiscally responsible decision? Jesus Christ, I'm already half asleep talking about that sentence. Like, th th this team needs peaks in order to be exciting. Like, I, I don't know what else or anything. By that definition, I would it. say then they don't need to be exciting to be successful. Because, no, at least by not that with definition, the they, they have. haven't been. By what you just said, they haven't been. Uh, by, by what Yiska just said, they haven't. They haven't been for a little bit. I could agree with that. Season one, they were definitely that. Yeah, sure. Yeah, because they had that Jonak juice, dude. They had like the pine stuff. juice. They had the yeah. Jonak juice. They yeah. they were they were popping. Season yeah. two, a little bit less. Maybe in the playoffs, yeah. you can go. Oh my god, the Bastion! It's so creative and quirky and innovative. Season three, not so much. Very boring. Very dude. Let's play death ball comps, but rotate away and avoid fights bro like that's that gets the people going the biggest like, thing is, is you, <laughs> you run the risk you run the risk of because mm -hmm. I, I don't disagree like ultimately uh it feels like nyxl have never even taken the wrapper <laughs> off they just feel like they're always just behind the display case kind of thing like they're not really tangible they're not really and it's yeah, it's worth you lose them. value by taking the wrapper off you do, but it's not that exciting. And you have to be. John wants to play with his toys. He doesn't want to keep them in the box. I, I personally and, and personally, I don't think that NYXL needs this. Really. Kind of take a chance injection of new talent here. Mm, I think that okay. I think that they so can afford. I think Good. I think that they can afford a more tried and true talent that um or um s some of the best tier two talent that they mm. can with the right coaching decisions develop well and turn that into something exciting the worst thing like you that. can do though is inject somebody toxic 
into a core that you love. So let's just say hypothetically fissure is toxic and you sign somebody like okay. a fissure, right? Who I, again, just purely for example, let's just say he is purely speculating. Yes. Let's just hypothetically, you eject somebody yeah. like fissure into there. That's an exciting signing, but they, they start losing. That is mm. your worst case scenario. And there are a lot of those really exciting signings who have a little bit of that, like, you know, what if under, right. you know, a coach that isn't as strong as coach country, <laughs> coach country, coach crusty mm. rascal comes on like rascal, super exciting. What if he comes on and they start losing? Right. That's the worst yeah. thing that could happen for NYXL, in my opinion, short of gutting the whole roster. And Huxley was exciting. It's just like everything that's exciting is sort of gone. So you yeah. gotta, you gotta need to, you, you need new toys. It, uh, on top of the existing nice. core, like, okay. we we have all stacked the Legos now. Like, I don't find wanna, some. Uh, I don't want to play with four nice. players either. <laughs> I think you'll lose four right. v six. I think you'll yeah. lose. What was it? Didn't they do one time where it was like four gold players against six GMs, or sorry, six gold players against four GMs, and the gold players won? Yeah, numbers. I think they did that back in the day. I think that was like a Jane thing. Back like when that. Jane was just Maybe. making content. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Anyways, that's that's Getting my take of, on NYXL. What yeah, do we? We think, got a lot of mileage on NYXL. Surprisingly, especially for a I'm, team I'm that for literally could just drop everybody and be a blank slate. One hundred percent. This all could just be in ten days in, in ten fifteen days, minutes. Yeah. Even. Awake so, chat and awake check and chat. <laughs> Is this, are you guys still around? So, uh, we, I know that chat's awake because they're all like. Have, you, have they talked about Paris yet, guys? Paris? Are we going <laughs> to go to Paris? Is that where we're going that's, next? I think that's what the people want. Yeah. Okay. I think the people want some eternal talking. I was going to say another word, but. I mean, that literally. I mean, that's what. If Yiska did a Paris Eternal podcast, it would just be <laughs> eternal talking. Eat, true. Yeah. True. For a long time. Um, so what, what is this team doing? Yes. Yeah, that's the what thing. Is, I don't know what to even where to start. So they don't have a team. God. Can you win two v six? Didn't that I change? Don't know. Didn't I don't think so. <laughs> no, I don't think it's changed. I do think that they have like a few players left under contract that they're trying to. At least I would speculate on. You know, trying to move around. Um, but yeah, two players the doesn't only really give one... me a good. Hold on, time out. Time out, time out, time out. The Paris Eternal Twitter has not tweeted in over nine days. Yeah. Yeah. What the also f it. are you guys <laughs> doing? Yeah. Yep. yep. Players had to make LFT posts, I guess. I don't know. Unlucky. Yeah. Also... It's <laughs> all right. He's gone. So Ben Best, according to the statement, is the only one that's still in uh, in talks. By the way, with mm. with Paris, and I think I read somewhere that uh, Vala is apparently last remaining staffer, just like having to handle everything. Uh, a staffer in terms of like team focus. I'm not sure about anything right. about the backside, like marketing team or whatever. But um. That's rough, dude. Like yeah, shout outs there. 
if she's having to do all this stuff like by herself, like it's the and my heart goes out. Like your budget is actually gutted, and you're late to the party. Yeah. Pack it up, pack it up. That's and then like, okay, here's the here's the trifecta of being a setup for the worst of the worst situations. You are, or actually four, you are understaffed, so nobody ha is there to help you. You mm -hmm. are, you are resource staffed, so you can't really make any big signings. You are forced to be late uh, because like nobody gives you the go or whatever, or right. they purposely delay it. And then maybe you're also under restriction as to which players you can be recruiting because the, um, the recruiting structure sees like only French players or whatever it can be, right? right. Or that amount of French players or whatever it is, right? Like that's the worst. Like these limitations are setting you up for failure. Like having one of these is already bad enough, I feel like. Mm -hmm. Like the best teams get to do everything. All of those four factors uh, are like in their control and the best ones, they move quickly, right? So I don't know. This is this is a really weird situation where, where it feels like someone at the top either doesn't care, is incapacitated about doing certain decisions because there's something that we don't know about, or like is negligent with whatever or, or ignorant of what the situation is like because this is how you make the worst team in Overwatch like if you're if if you're actually thinking about going all french let the fr best french players go i'm not sure saying that that but that's an option right. that you're taking away from yourself by waiting right. like yep. you cannot uh, like what if for instance like ben best nico soon sign somewhere else Right, Who are you going find, next to? Yeah. Yeah. So it's a significant downgrade to the talent that you, you had already wrapped up. And you cannot screw up blundered. four of those categories. It's, it's impossible. Like, it's already atrocious if you're bad in two of those. Yeah. yeah. You're it's, already one of the bottom teams. Pretty and sure. to be fair, I think it's, it's warranted to jump out in front of the comments that are going to be like, oh, well, they could resign. Odds are they're not going to. Right. We, you, you've seen what last season looked like in terms of like the potential re-signing. Very few actually hit on that. It's possible with this team, if they are interested in going for maybe a French core, you know, they've worked with these French players. They, they could do that. Maybe, you know, the players want to do that. It's, it's difficult. It's, I, I really don't know what to do with this team. And, and I think you kind of summed it up well, where it's just kind of weird, kind of confusing. You do so well. And again, this season and the roster moves have almost nothing to do with like how well you've done. But I've got to assume that that like helps you or at least like cushions the ball. Like, oh, OK, like maybe we're paying a lot here, but at least we have success. And maybe we have, you know. Something. No, OK, we're shifting away and. They're just late to the party and they're not doing anything. It's, uh, I don't know. Paris is, is, is not only difficult to talk about, but it's, it's so hard. Cause like, what, what, there's nothing to kind of go off of. It's just, everybody's gone. They've got a couple players left over that I, I don't know what they're going to do. 
Yeah. I, I mean, so, and here's the thing, though, too. When, when players are released and they aren't exercised for options and nobody else picks them up and they go back to the original team, they usually go through. It either means that no one made an offer mm-hmm. right. or the offers were pretty dang bad and they're just kind of like the devil you know at that point. Yeah, uh, And then you're still going probably, again, would you say that they're going back for like a lower contract though? Like I don't. Maybe they have to. Not but, like a uh, norm, yeah. like a, a lower, like lower than what you had last year. Let's say that. Would you agree to that? I would say some of them would go back for a lower than they had last year. Right. Yeah, yeah. Usually, I would say usually that's the case where they don't want to pay right. them that high amount the year before right. because otherwise they would have just exercised your option or you know yep. re-upped you, whatever. Yeah. So it's I don't know. It's kind of weird because they they they've kind of they're kind of doing what. They're like doing an NYXL light version of kind of what we were just recommending. Like you keep XC, you keep FD God, two of your better, younger, long term. Hopefully they keep them. Yeah. They they had their uh, options exercised. Right. (sighs) Unless we want to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if if that if that's the case, and that's the core that they're working with, I, I mean, it's better than nothing. It feels bench bench did bring up something really interesting that I didn't know. So I'm going to say it out loud. I said, don't, he says, don't forget exercising options. This season forces teams into previous years. PSA roles, i.e. salary. salary. Right. That's very, that's a very good point. That's an excellent point. Interesting. Yeah. So Hmm. all that to say, like, I don't know. I could totally see that there that I mean just by that alone might mean that there's some exceptions where we're seeing a a lot less options being exercised because right. of that reason. Um and two, uh maybe you do see some more players coming back under um similar contracts just under new contract rules. Yeah. Um that I think that actually might be a little bit more likely. I didn't actually know that. So like using oh, last seasons yeah, using last season's like hit rating of how many people were actually released from their contracts and then re-signed with the same team might actually change this year. That's kind of interesting. Yeah. And maybe that's exactly what Paris are doing. Maybe they, you know, have to let them go to re-sign them. So it's almost like putting you know. them on waivers a little bit. <laughs> um, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, it's so maybe, interesting. Maybe that- hope all hope isn't lost. Maybe. Yeah, it is. I mean, like Still, though, um, so people who had their option declined soon. Do you guys think soon comes back? And do you think they come back to the Eternal? I think he could easily be their franchise. Their franchise face. I think he not only... You don't think so? I think he's their veteran franchise face. Yeah, he's not too camera-facing or personality-wise. Yeah, I don't even know Like, if it's even that. But then again, I don't know. I don't. Maybe he's like a huge guy in the French scene. I wouldn't know. I hate, I, mean, true. Yeah. I hate to say it, and this might sound really shallow, but older European guys and even American guys typically aren't franchise players compared to younger, more agile, and more liked like Korean players like Exe. I think Exe is the future of that, and soon is is could be the franchise player. In the local market, we've, I mean, yeah. we see this all the time where like 
you have a franchise player who sells all the jerseys nationally, but in Minnesota, it's the Minnesota guy who's your franchise mm. player, even though they're right. significantly worse. And overall, if you did a national poll, those things would not quite line up between the two. So, yeah. I, like, I, I, I think soon is a huge marketing plus mm-hmm. for Paris for multiple reasons. But I think I, he's your save. You'll be. Like, maybe good enough to play. Still, I think he's probably better than Sabiolbi on this team in particular. Like, Mm. he fits this team perfectly, and that's where I'm like, okay, if if there was ever a player to get for the Paris Eternal, it would be soon. Still has shown competency in terms of mechanics, doing very well for himself there. I've got to assume, and again, it is an assumption, that he's a big name in the French community has been around for God knows how long in the Overwatch community. He demands, you know, a, a lot of attention. And I, 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 if there was a player to keep, I think it'd be soon. Well, okay. I say that. And then I look at FD got, um, I think in terms of value, it's probably FD got, but in terms of like big picture, I weirdly enough, let me, ask this. Let me, let me ask this, right? Yeah. So you're European, like we know Spitfire pretty much is going to European players, right? Right. They've said as much. Are you looking at it at soon? Are you like seeing this and think, okay, maybe I bring up a young guy that has more potential, but then I have the backup guy. Like if that is at all in my budget. And once again, like if you want to double up, it's probably best to double up on the DPS roles. So mm-hmm. are you looking your- at him? I-, I think you kind of. Maybe maybe I'm not. I think it'd be short sighted to not look at him, right? Like that's that's where I kind of like ask for the definition of look at him, where it's just like, am I am I you know inviting him to trials? Am I you know testing him out in scrims? Yeah, of course. Why not? Not committing to anything. I think in building a roster, no, I don't think that they're looking at them. In building a team, yes, I do. And just so we're clear on the. Mm-hmm. distinguishing factors a roster are the players that you actually expect to play and build around win mm-hmm. matches and all that kind of stuff okay a team is everything else that and i'm sure people are sick of me talking about on the show about you know the marketing the appearances the jersey right. sales the right. social media shoulder content the taking interviews at the end of the thing the doing the hoorah let's go team huddle type stuff mm-hmm. yeah i think that Honestly, not even European teams would value from somebody like soon in that team role, but I don't know. And, and ah, man, it sucks because I think soon's a great guy, but I, I don't, I don't know if I like signing a, a 26 year old Frenchman, uh, mm. uh, really I at mean, all, especially to yeah. build out my roster. I would I would give him trials certainly. Um, would also ask around what he does for team environments. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean it's let's be honest. Like being let go not at the start of the transfer window, but now is also for someone in his position is pretty rough. And I think it's even worse for Nico. Um, yeah, which. I don't know. That's that just feels wrong to me. Um, yeah, that's tough. We'll see where that goes, but yeah, yeah. 
Avala is still the team manager for Paris, right? I think yeah. so, yeah. So do you think that they're going to go mixed? Do you think that they're going to try to go largely Korean? Do you... With w the information that we can at least properly speculate on, they have Avala, they have Exe, they have FD God. Chances are off of that, they probably stay mixed. They probably go budget. That's just what I'm assuming, right? How that plays out in terms of like results, uh, I can't imagine it's going to be great. I can't imagine that that's going to be a better team. Uh, it's it's not going to be good. I also think like we don't shouldn't necessarily infer like by the languages that Avala speaks, what kind of a uh, um, team shield up to sure. create i think that's mostly up to uh management um she's yep. as far as i'm aware she's fluent in all three yeah no it has it has almost nothing so. to do with like her yeah. you know trying to build out this team it's you know they have a you know crane hit scan they have a french main support yeah that's already mixed right you probably continue with that that's just kind of the yeah. thought process shout outs to avala right doing the damn thing over there yeah i mean that is one of the hardest jobs in, in the overwatch league right now yep for sure Yep, so. yep. I agree for once with with a Reddit take. Go show Avala some love. Yeah, right. she's busting her butt. Sounds like some. Can we can we go to a team that's you know more uplifting next? Sure. Someone like Fusion. All right. We the can go. Fusion. Okay. We can go back. What to has fusion? you uplifted with the Fusion, old man? I, I want to swoon some. Want to swoon? And that's okay. Now nah, it's it's not a dumb like pun. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's still alarm, guys. That's not a leak. Um, but um, because player swoon, you you seem yeah yeah okay right yeah. Um, so uh, I mean, this team once again was very close last season. I think um, uh, who's exercised option? Okay, so. Who's definitely signed? Hisu is definitely signed for next year, right? Kape uh, is sure. definitely signed. Alarm, of course. And then Astro is also signed. So, um, I don't know why they didn't... Uh, I mean, I, I suppose they could still get Fury back. And I assume they want to. That, that would be in their financial possibilities. Yeah. I will also say... Um, like they definitely need some DPS players there. Uh, like it needs to be some godlike um flex flex DPS. I'm not sure where how hard we go in. But so, do you want to soon, or can I start throwing some? Uh, sure, Just throw th some names in. I mean, we've got Comcast money on deck. Why not? You know, toss Erster the bag. Erster doesn't need a bag. I don't think he will even be contested. You are really? still living in 2019. Yeah, I think so. You think they just pull from contenders? I don't know. Like, how does that not so excite you? Well, Ursa? Yeah, who, who, who is your ideal then? If they've got, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, if they've exercised Carpe and, and Hisu, they need a flex DPS now. Right. And I, I mean, Carpe strongly assume sure. they're getting niced. Um, I'm not sure, sure if you want him okay. as a starter. 
Um, but maybe, maybe you want to directly like heavily invest. You kind of know what this kid does after yeah. being in your organization for two years, Ideally. three Ideally. years or some. Um, but, but you still have some options here, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think you take the gamble on Rascal in their situation unless uh, Nike is very, very confident from what he's seen at the shock that that's the player that you get. Okay. Which is not impossible because no, we know. Not impossible. Right? We know the Ducks. Um, so we do. I think Ivy is still one of the top contenders to be uh, re-signed, if that's possible. That okay. is still, like, I feel like by not having signed him, they kind of fear for them for themselves that that's not something they want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's something to be said about Pelican. Um, I s- think... <sighs> I just want to see it, dude. I just want to see Nero being coached by 9K. Interesting. I'm not mad at that. Not mad at that at all. Definitely impressed me with... I want to see a little bit more breath from him. And I didn't quite see that this year for, you know, extraneous reasons with COVID and whatnot and having to go back in visas. And I, I, I'm positive with Nero, but is he... With 9K with this team, I think he'll. I think he'd do good for sure. Hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of names. Nice. You're feeling uh, something there, aren't you? Yeah. There's, there's something to that idea that's just very exciting. I think Nero. And then has, if it doesn't like, work, that's still nice, right? Like, you sure? Are you doing both though? Yeah, I think so. You need to flex, right? Ideally, but do I mean, if you're splooching, then. I don't know. I just assume they have infinite money. <laughs> like, I mean, true. They, they are Comcast money, so. Um, <laughs> I have no idea. Maybe not. My big, my big question, and I agree, like, flex DPS is something that, like, you need, like, a good at least one bulletproof player that can do it all. Um, but not, not optioning the tanks. That's a little concerning. That's where I'm like, okay. If you're, if you're title bound, and if you're eyeing that championship, how much money are you 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 splashing out for a world class main tank lineup? And who could that be? Because I don't know, bro. There's there's one obvious connection, right? The obvious connection is that there's oh, a wild yeah. Philly boy currently yeah. unsigned with <laughs> ridiculous marketing value. True. That yeah. just runs this league, basically. I mean, if somebody's trying to catch a bag, it might be him. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Again, no shade on who this might be, but you know, the ducks don't lie. I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, that's that's. I mean, we, we I don't have to be cryptic. Like the, it it could, it it could make sense for Super to sit down and have a talk yeah. with the uh, fusion people, right? I yeah, I wouldn't put it past them to right. Like it's makes sense. They need a tank. He's on the market. Obvious ties from coaching and hometown. Makes perfect sense. Hometown. 9K connection. Yep. Uh, title aspirations. <laughs> um, now, of course, 
I think there's still like if you can help it, I think those players still want to sort of like go is for the super from Philly triple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he is. Yeah. So there's this triple triplet idea that they've put into the into the room. I think a lot of people on that team like that idea as well. But at the end of the day, dude, like your career is short. You got to make some paper, dude. For sure. And I don't blame anyone. Um, and can you imagine going for, I mean, is it fair to say a three-peat for him and then doing it at home? Like, that's got to mean something to you. Like, not only did you win season two, not only did you win season right. three, but you go home, new team, new coaching staff, and you get a third one. Oh, I, you can't you can't you can't beat that with a stick like come on dude can you imagine just 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 imagine dude it's like it's fusion 2021 it's coached by 9k outwalks funny astro alarm backline outwalks like nero kisu or Carpe. then like you keep Fury or whatever, and then it's like super, and they are like in the Overwatch League. Like, that's too much swag, bro. Like they are just like pressing onto the scene with with like threat levels rising. Nah, that's. I think that is an absolutely ridiculous idea. That, I mean, that should win the league, then, right? Like, I mean, if that doesn't win the league, I don't know what will. Yeah, that's I a, do not know what well. That's I'm just going to take it. I'm just yep. I'm just going to get it. Yep. And you cannot even say that they just bought it because they also raised it. They raised alarm. They ra raised nice. Nice. They yeah. had Carpe's uh, since season one. This is yep. this is not like you know like the one of these cheaply you know, you know that connotation of just buying a championship. That yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. that even applies to this here. Like that, they've just been intelligent feel... with their 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 budget, their cap space, if you want to call it that. Yeah, um, they've been smart with that. Do you think that they can't do it with Sato? That's the thing. Is like I don't think you can do it with just one main tank. To be honest, no, I agree, and I've I've been banging that drum for a while. If if this league is going to continue with hero pools or some other like strange. <laughs> newfangled way to play the game then i think we need a lot of depth i just don't know if this year is going to give us that depth right or if there will be enough space to have that depth or you need I'm, a flex tank that's willing to kind of branch out i'm very excited about this roster also because of okay when we're creating some extra juice value here because of things that are likely to be already decided okay in terms of signings, I am hyped for this team. Like, and I was hyped last season. I already thought this yeah. was a marvelous thing. Like, I'm a fan of whatever Fusion are doing. I'm even a fan of whatever um, Dallas and Gladiators are doing. I think this will do great for the competitiveness of, like, next season, we're going to have Washington, we're going to have Philly, we're going to have Gladiators, we're going to have Shock. To be fair, a lot of these are outsets. We don't know how the, the teams are going to file out. But sure. you, we're already, we already should be very excited yeah. of next season with what we've seen so far. I don't mean to temper expectations, but let me ask you both this. Will this be the most divided in terms of like skill gap? 
Oh, yeah. I think I think this is going to be like very clearly. These are playoff teams. Very clearly. These are not playoff teams. Here, OK, here's the reason why it might not be as terrible as it was once was, because if the okay. idea is that we're generally downsizing and even some of the top teams, I think. So, for instance, while pre like I had him talk about uh, the fact that he does think the better teams will have bigger rosters and that, that it's also the better solution towards mm-hmm. like um you know the hero pool uncertainty which i totally agree with i'm not sure if they're doing that because they haven't given us the indication of that actually happening right like right. most right. of those signings are actually in that one slot that they were missing and we mm-hmm. don't know about extra signings yet right so that's a lena roster that like a supposedly top team that hasn't picked up more top players than they right. necessarily need right Maybe the same is true for other of these five uh, five teams. I think Shock is probably going to be a little bit slimmer uh, than 12 players. So that means there's, like, generally, if less teams have less players, that means that the average pool of the free agents, mm-hmm. the average skill level on at the crop is higher. Higher. Right? Or the number, yeah. or the number yeah. of players, the average skills larger. I mean, if if the average number of like starting positions is smaller, then talent is more equally dispersed. Therefore, you know the gap isn't so so tight, or or actually spaced apart. Let's, Maybe it's tough. I hope that that's the case, but it seems like there are teams that like can't do that still. Like there are very few teams that have already committed to not doing that. And like, yeah, there's talent on the table, but they're too late to the party and we still can't get them. Like if, if you're a player that's trialing and for whatever reason don't doesn't land and you know, a team comes back to you and it's like, all right, we can offer you like league minimum. Is that something you're looking for? Maybe. Can they do that at this point? It's so deep into the roster building. There, I feel like there's going to be talent this season that is left on the table that maybe somebody exercises midway through or partway like into, but I think there's going to be names maybe left on the table. But I like that. I don't know. Where do you think, John? Is this, is this a divided season? Do you think that things could be a little bit more competitive than we're giving it credit for. Wrong guy. <laughs> Wrong guy. Fair enough. Fair enough. Do we want to do one more before we get out of here? Yeah. Let's sure. Your pick, Joe. My pick. pick. My pick. Hmm. My pick. Do I get to pick? Just do I get don't. to pick? Do I get to pick the spark? Hmm. Okay. Do, I get to, do I get to talk about Shy? Sure. <laughs> Shy's so sick. Okay, Shy's explain so to us sick. why. So, okay. Kate comes What's out. What's he like? 2017. Right. Comes out. LGD Gaming. Sick flex support. You know who, you know who actual, like, I think he's like a good analogy to? If, if, I, if we have any old heads, and hopefully I'm, I'm remembering this correctly, do you remember Bazzi's career? Yeah. Coming out, sick flex support. Awesome Zenyatta. Moves to Widowmaker. Sick. 
sick hit scan. That's pretty much Shy's career, and then some, because he stayed. He has a little bit more DPS flexibility to him that he has, and and Spark has definitely taken notice in and and has locked him down since he's been what 2018, I think. Let's look. They committed so to him basically in 2019, early 2019. Signed him to the academy team, stuck with him, and now he's finally getting his chance. He's he's played Overwatch since 2016 in the Chinese scene, and he's just turned 18. I'll let y'all do the math. This kid has spent his literal youth doing this thing, waiting to play this game, and now he finally gets to. This is a storyline that I am going to be... Okay, I'll put it like this. I hope this is like made or, or uh, content is made for. This is a story that you kind of owe this player who has spent or is kind of a face. Uh, well, I'm, I'm not in the Chinese community by any means, um, but is, is definitely somebody who is popular. Definitely somebody has the history to be able to say, what have you done? Look, let's let's look at your career thus far and what has led you here. You have tons of information to go off of, tons of people who he's interacted with, tons of history to build on. The narrative writes itself. This is a this is a piece of content that I think would do wonders for the league, and I hope they emphasize it on the broadcast. This is a player that has finally come of age and is now playing in the Overwatch League. I'd love to see that highlighted, especially if he does well, and I expect him to do well. He's playing that's, with players he's played before. I even think it could go deeper than that, but that's speculation that I'm not about to do. Yeah, that's like a sparkle slash yep. DK slash um, who else is like a guy we saw coming from a mile away and then he finally alarm alarm for sure. Right. That's the type of guys. And not, what, not now in terms it's from of the like, Chinese team. Maybe not in terms of like generational, like alarm. I think alarm kind of stands in a class of his own spark or sparkle in, in like a very similar way. Right. Um, but, but the essence of the road here and being so mm. long, mm. highlighting that is going to be something that I hope that the league does because it's right there in front of you. You're leaving money on the table. If you don't take this story and go, Hey, look at this. If you didn't know, now, you know, it's, I mean, it's such a cool story. If it doesn't work out, you can always just switch to Valorant and play with Bazzi on Cloud9. I, I, I think he's definitely <laughs> could do that if he so chose to. Okay, but. can you can you explain? Like, we swooned a lot, like, yeah. history, blah, blah, blah. Give us the deets. Can this kid aim? Like, yes. is he a mecha mechanical warlord? Describe he's, him as a player. I think he's easily one of the better hit scans coming out of China. I think he's easily one of the better hit scans that we'll see coming into the league this season. Probably at least top five for sure, depending on what Korea looks like. And I'm still kind of interested to see what kind of talent they're bringing up. Just a dominant force can be flexible if they chose so chose to kind of like move him around. I still think he could you could easily put him on a Zenyatta pick and he'd still do very well. Maybe not the best Zenyatta in the world, but to have that in your back pocket, I think that's very, very dangerous. That's he's again, he's working with a main tank than he's worked in the past with Gusha. Could be a franchise if they wanted to go full Chinese. Could be like rookie of the year if they seem to, you know, 
if they make some interesting roster moves to kind of support right. that. I think right. he has a, has a, a seat at the table at the very least on the outset, depending on the performance. Right. Um, mechanical warlord, you know, all all of the the glowing stuff aside, I think it's a story. I think it's a player that people are not talking about and people should be looking at. I'll I'll take being slightly wrong with Leaf. It was a gamble that I missed for yeah. the most part. Yeah. I don't think I'm missing Wishai. Okay. I don't I don't think I think there are tendencies that he has that hopefully this coaching staff will correct. Lilac accurately points that out in chat. Tends to be a little flank heavy. Tends to be a little aggressive. Speaking to people who have much exciting, more though. Oh, very exciting. Speaking to people who have kept up and are experts in that space, tell me that that has been corrected for the most part. Is much more right. a team player. Doesn't feel the need to nice. have to go on these hard flanks to try and carry on his own. Shy is somebody who we need to be paying attention to, and I hope that the Overwatch League gives him the spotlight at least for a little bit. Yeah, and then what's what's also exciting about this is is like I think there's great cast uh, beside him. Mm-hmm. What I wonder. Okay, here's the thing. I remember like. Some at some point was it this season or was it last? Uh, it must have been this this season, okay. where there was a um, an announcement about like they wanted to be active in the transfer market for different. Like they had a quite a sizable budget put aside, and okay. they for one or the other reason it didn't didn't really come to uh, uh, pass that they could significantly upgrade. Of course, they since since they're not or discussion or statement they got architect so mm -hmm. fair enough i think like this could be the season where spark goes in and once again they had a they had a quite second season right it wasn't like they made a final like no. weren't one of the top teams anymore but like regularly like keeping up with the rest mm -hmm. and the thing is their roster is already quite big. There's only like four more signings they could re realistically be doing. Yeah. That has me a little worried because I'm not sure if they don't might need one more. But we'll see. Um, but yeah, in, in general, like around this young I would say prodigy, yeah. it's, it's exciting what could be happening there because we know like real talk, Shy is an elite player. Architect is an elite player. Gushe is an elite player, and then the rest. I mean, IDK borderline. Okay, I'll give him so, that. So, so this is a good core, and then if you can juice it up a little bit there, depending on the meta, you you can have some. It's also um, Pajion. We'll see what what he can do there. Of course, mm -hmm. like coach of the Titans uh, in season two. So yeah, I, 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 I'm pretty excited for whatever is happening there, especially because they kind of implicitly stated they have the watches, and we'll nope. see. Like, did you guys see the the um, the gaming house that, or the team house that they announced? I saw that a bit stuff of it, looked but... sweet. Like that was that was kind of well done. Uh, kind of mm -hmm. like that, and then of course, being a, an Asian team, 
they have different market realities. Hundred um, percent, and possibly like I, I don't know, um, and I don't want to talk out of order, but just like from a common sense point of view, going into twenty twenty one, if we are going to have live events anywhere, it's probably going to be uh, in China, yep. or of course Korea. I will say, not to completely derail, I agree that like if there's any place that's going to see any kind of or form of live event, and I kind of half expect like the mid-season tournament to probably be either in China or Korea, um, there's, there's a very selfish desire to see Erster, DM, IDK reunite to kind of stick it back in China, reform that core of Lucky Future Zenith that for any <laughs> Chinese heads, you know, definitely right. understand like where that comes from. And I don't think that's possible right now with the DPS that they have, because that is a thick roster. Um, but maybe maybe there's some some uh wiggle room there um that, that that they can make with. I'm definitely interested to see if there are any ducklings maybe following Pagion and and on Dante, if he's still there, I'm not too sure. Um, yeah, Spark is a very interesting team. One that I think people should be excited for. Hopefully, fingers crossed. They should be exciting to say the least. Maybe not necessarily championship winning, at least not yet. We'll have to see what the rest of the off season looks like. Again, the off season is young. If they do have a war chest, they could be signing some crazy free agents. Maybe they do just splash out and get the Eminers there. I'm not mad at that at all. So we will see. We will see. It is a. It is a is a fun team. And I think. I think that's all we got for you today. I think that's it. Is that it? I think that's it. (laughs) What is this? Somebody clipped it. Somebody cropped out Joe. Oh, making the funniest. I mean, that can't that can't not go unused. That's too good. <laughs> you look like a pirate. I'll put a pirate hat on me. Joe P. I don't know. Whatever. You'll see it if you're in Discord. Whew, that's good. Chat, thanks so much for being with us today. Hope you had a ton of fun. Um. Yeah, we've got a lot to... Uh, we, we went through a lot. There's a lot more off-season to go, so everyone's kind of yep. like... Why don't you talk about this team? Why didn't you we will. do this? Why didn't you? <sighs> we'll get to it. I promise. It there's will. there's so much time, and then we're gonna have to double back to it anyway. So hey, just it we'll get to it. I promise. Be okay, we will. We, have, we will get there. We have six months, guys. No rush. <laughs> we'll um, get there. We'll get there. Uh, do we want to play some Among Us after this? I can play a few games. Sure, we got time. All right, we'll keep the stream live for that then. Um, but chat, thanks so much for being here. Hope you had a ton of fun today. Um, if you like the show, go to patreon.com slash tactical crouch. Big thank you to our patron producers. Refine Bean, Ferdino Pin, Battle Crab, Kuchikopi, Lil Shin, Rex Zane, Audio Compass, Kasha67, Sharp, Picasso, Nathan, Your Misery, Hunter Tain, Fable Steven, Roger B, Owen, Chris, R34444, Horbjorn, I listen to this podcast while in the shower, thinking of Yiska and Peace Camper. That was one breath. We're in the zone now. We're good. It's man. It's there. It's there. Big thank you again to our patron producers. Y'all are amazing. 
I uh, really appreciate you. And thank you to the new subs and resubs. Chris R34444, Fire Elements, Unco, or Enco, not Unco. Careful distinction. Uh, A Wandering Cloud and Fredino. Thank you so much for your subs. If you like the show, subscribe right here. Twitch.tv slash kicktripod. Go to patreon.com slash tactical crouch. Or if you want to support the show for free, go to uh, blah, 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 blah. Uh, iTunes. Leave a five-star iTunes review and you can do that. Uh, sweet. That's it. Um, no shout-outs for me. So uh, find me everywhere at Kick Tripod, Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube at youtube.com slash kicktripodyt. Uh, Joe, shout-outs to the week. Where can people find you? Uh, on all the socials everywhere. Uh, you'll find me if you want. Um, in terms of content, um shout outs to moon raccoons doing the damn thing uh old heads may remember raptors from gladiators legions and complexity spoke with him this past weekend um with the first right qualifiers for na his team moon raccoons doing pretty well um so talking to him kind of picking his brain a little bit and uh yeah doing some overwatch stuff as well so uh keep your eyes out yes go what about you um doing the do basically just um I got to uh, interview a couple of uh, CSGO players out of Blast. That was exciting, just branching out a little bit, but I think sooner or later I'll find my way back to Valorant as well. I still have to go back. There's like four or five matches that I missed that are really good matches. So, mm. yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I don't know. Chat, this is fun. I like off-season. Off-season's fun. Uh, all right, chat. Well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to go ahead and end the show, and then we're going to play some Among Us. So definitely make sure to stick around. Um, if you haven't played Among Us or you have played Among Us before and you want to play with us, we'll do our best to rotate some people out and play together. Uh, Discord.me slash Yiska out if you want to come join us in Discord for that. Other than that, we'll see you on Wednesday. Uh, depending any sort of economic collapses that may happen over the next couple days. Uh, we'll see how the world looks, but we should be back Wednesday uh, for Tactical Crouch and then Friday for Spike Drop. Um, cool. All right, chat. Thanks again. We'll see you next time. Uh, don't go anywhere. Stream staying live. Bye.